I went down this rabbit hole of of uh, the manosphere and like the red pill group. Let's play like part of a video. This guy, Araco, probably butchering his name, Araco TV. When a world renowned pro fighter gets scared of you. Now she must be joking thinking that she's scared him. He looked impressed, but he definitely didn't look scared. And I was impressed as well. I couldn't do that. She does look pretty skilled to be honest. Take a look at this. Except that's like professional wrestling. Now as skillful and as flashy she might be, that would not scare that guy and it probably wouldn't work against him either. The guy goes by the name Superlek, otherwise known as the kicking machine. He's a two-time Muay Thai world champion and he's widely considered one of the best strikers in the world. In other words, he beat the shit out of most people, whether they're a man or a woman. It's like he just trips a bunch of people. It's Muay Thai. So. Well, I mean, I get that. I'm just saying, like... Someone said in the comments, don't worry, okay. baby, it's just my sparring partner. Now, for anyone who's getting any funny ideas, this is actually a real move in jujitsu. It's called the banana split, and I'm pretty sure you can guess why. I actually think it's good for female fighters to practice against men because they're not going to come up against a woman that's stronger. But I don't think it's good for women to compete against men because shit like this happens. I actually had an argument with somebody not too long ago, probably should not say this. A women's UFC champion, and he's like, wouldn't want to meet her in a parking lot. She's 5'2", 135 pounds. And I said, listen, man, no disrespect. I know she's an absolute killer. If she caught you on the chin, sure. But out of 10, I'm picking you. 6'3", 225 pounds, bro. The fight size absolutely matters. It does. He's 6'3", 225 pounds. She's 5'2", 135 pounds. Even if she's really well trained, she's going to seriously struggle. And I'm not saying there's not some female fighters that are machines, but like he says the size and the strength is going to make a big difference. You hooked up with Nathan yesterday, and by hookup, we're talking rizzed. Absolutely not rizzed. Dude, oh, do you know that when I pulled up to his house, bro came outside with no clothes on? No hit, though. Oh, I have something for you. Okay. I found it outside. <laughs> I thought you'd really like it. Is this a, uh, a fan letter? Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot he, of them was out right. there. Radical feminism did ruin my life, and it's me dressed up as, a, as an official from the Biden administration, I think. Mm -hmm. Who takes more accountability, men or women, and why? Women. Why? Men try to hide shit because they feel like they're going to scare their women away or hurt them in some way. I've had a lot of guys tell me they're going to do something and it doesn't happen. I guess women. I don't know. I feel like women are more emotionally intelligent. I think men because they have to work more. And so they have a lot more going on in their head. So they have a lot more they have to like take accountability for and responsibility. They don't really argue much, at least from what I've seen. Now, surprise, surprise. I agree with the last woman. But when you look at society in general, women are looked at as the victims a lot more than men. We're the ones that have to take the blame for a lot more shit than women do. We give women the benefit of the doubt with a lot of things. All right. So it became a rabbit hole, right? Because I've had people talking to me. They say some like, and I get they're younger, but 
I'm going to start with this. Social media is changing social interactions, right? Okay. Like I, I personally believe that. Um, and I think that people do things for clout just to, whether it's based on sexuality, like, like attracting other people, just like some of the things they say. So I kind of understand some of the arguments people make. And this guy, he's probably the most, uh, like I can actually watch his videos without feeling like I want to throw up. There's a couple other people. I didn't, I didn't share their links, but it just kind of pissed me off. I'm like that's kind of fucked up. Right. Um, fundamentally, I agree with a lot of the things he's saying, but I also see where like the, and it could be the clips he's reviewing where women are kind of giving that, that crazy at people. And I hate to use the word energy, but it's, it's like, uh, well, if those are the people you're hanging around with, yeah, you're, that probably makes that answer. Okay. Um, I kind of feel bad for not just men, but also women that this is a society that we're living in. Right. Um, how do you, how do you find a relationship when it's so like the environment is toxic? Does that make sense? Like here, let me give it a little bit more. Right. So there's, there's a few videos I saw where like, yeah, dig that hole a little deeper before I pull you out. Sure. <laughs> where, I, don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm Women just, are I'm like just... all got all men are shit and I'm a feminist. Right. I'm like, like, and that's... Then, but that's obviously not true, right? Right. And all 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 women aren't giving out crazy energy. Right. Right. So it's it's so... the cherry picking. That's which is you talked about, right? I think that's exactly what this guy does is he looks for clips that he can then that make his point, right? And there or, are just but, a lot go ahead. There's a lot of ammunition to make his point, right? And there's so, enough, but I would well, say that there's just as much ammunition to make the opposite point right because i've seen youtube clips where a woman's fighting a man ufc style and she kicks his ass like there's just as many of those as there are the other way around i'm not yeah i'm not even i'm not trying to park on that speed bump my point being is like i think that this whole um red pill society or incel dudes or uh, mm -hmm. involuntary celibate because women are so on their own shit uh, that's just weird. But I was thinking the other day. I still question how much of that is truly involuntary. I don't know. How, or voluntary, I guess. I don't know. What is it? What did you say? Involuntarily celibate or yeah. voluntarily celibate? Invo involuntary. Okay. Yeah, because no woman wants to sleep with you when you got garbage fucking opinions like that. Or it could be because, like, the, the game. So... When I, I remember back in the day when uh, it was not uncommon for women to say, you know, men are dicks and they're all, they're all assholes. I remember when I was younger, like my mom's yeah. friends would say the same shit. Right. Because they had shitty experiences, right? Their right. life experiences pointed them in that direction. And to my, but also to my point, there was no social media. It's just like my mom's friends hanging around each other or just right. like me and a small group of friends where that was the topic at hand. Okay. It wasn't, there wasn't a megaphone to like make that the, the premise of the conversation where, sure. so I, I think that there's some damage to the social fabric 
when it comes to that is my point. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Uh, cause I've heard men are, are shit for years now. It's like, well, yeah. okay. Some of just, them are right. Yeah. You've just met I mean, some bad dudes and it's yeah. not my fault. Um, some women are shit. Like some women are bad shit fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. I, like, I've said, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. crazy fucking women. The, uh, the, that's the whole thing is that, yes, you, again, I feel like, what this ultimately boils down to is there's minute, enough. What, what hole am I digging? Because I was like, what am I doing? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm watching this and you're like, uh, this is one of the one dudes I can watch and I want to throw up. And I'm like, I'm grabbing the bucket over here. Cause really? This is, ah, this is the same shit that I feel like. I mean, I don't see any difference between this and like Andrew Tate, honestly. Well, that's interesting you bring that up, right? I swear to God, if you tell me that Andrew Tate has a good point on anything, I'm going to fucking, that's the end of this podcast. What I will say, oh, it's, it actually goes back to like, um, where you take, I, I firmly believe that principles don't change. Right. Okay. And I think they're, they're marketing and making money off the principles. You can twist those same principles around for, uh, just bad reasons. Okay. So, some of the things that an Andrew Tate or somebody in that same like channel mm -hmm. would say are principles of relationships, okay. how they're, they're manipulating the same facts and truths are like, that's evil. Right. Yes. So I'm not, right. I'm like, I mean, every lie, every good lie is wrapped up in some amount of truth. Right. 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 And that's exactly what this is. Like, and I, I do agree, right? There's an element of whether you want to call it social media or just the the chase for attention, right? Right. There are so much of everything that we've seen here, especially fucking TikTok, but every social media channel is like this where it's fabricated, right? 90% just off the top of my head, guesstimate, of the shit that you watch on – not you, but everybody watches on the internet – is fucking made up. It's scripted shit. This lady scrolling down the escalator, making hearts with random people. No, she knows almost every single person that's coming down the escalator and making hearts with her. I fucking like, I would, I would bet money on it if there was a way that we could put to prove it. But it's because it's ultimately, it's like, Oh my God, look at this. You know, like, Oh, yeah, my, these guys. My, yeah. My wife ain't having that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's all supposed to be like, Oh wow. You know I mean? Fucking Reddit even now is getting to the point where you've got these karma chasers, right? People who go on and write these fake ass stories to get people to upvote it because they're either acting like they're the asshole or they're acting like they're not the asshole or they're making up shit about like this story where, you know, I mean, fuck, I read this thing last night where it's uh, it's like a fucking ultrasound tech who's supposedly doing ultrasound on a guy's testicles. And she accidentally pulls the towel off of his massively erect penis. And then some lube or something hits her in the face. And then he comes back multiple times and asks her out. And now they're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, that ain't real. Exactly. <laughs> Right? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Is it like if that happens to me, I'm never going back. I'm like never right. going back. Every fucking channel out there where your attention matters or where your attention can get people something that they want, even if it's under false pretenses, they are fucking fabricating that shit to do it. And I and I think uh and 
just listening to, you know, some of my sons talk about like uh, just challenges with, with relationships. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's not new. Right. You know, that's like totally. It's all the same stuff. Communication, yeah. right? Yeah. So Being that's... honest about what it is that's going on. Uh, and, and I do think that, you know, an Andrew Tate only rises to the level of notoriety that he does because he's figured out the principle. The principle doesn't change. Right. Right. What I ever tell my, my daughter, including my daughter, I tell them all the time, like, look, Hey, don't go out and just smash people. Like while you're young, get your education, travel, do all the things you want to do. You then you have plenty of time for a relationship. Like that's well, not brand if new. If you want to have relationships while you're doing that, use it not as an opportunity to just smash as many people as you can, but to find out what it is that you want in a relationship right. and what you don't want. Right. Yeah. Like learn from those experiences. I mean, that's that's how I always viewed it is like every relationship. If it doesn't work out in the end, what it's ultimately teaching me is, OK, there's something that I didn't do right or that I didn't like in that relationship that I can grow from. It's not. Well, that bitch is crazy. And what I really needed to do was demonstrate that I'm the alpha in this relationship like, and the what alpha that, gets what the what alpha that, wants. Yeah, what does that even mean? It's like Bitch, uh, make me a sandwich and then <laughs> yeah. come back and get on your knee. Like, no, like that's not how it, like that's not a fucking fulfilling relationship. That's weird. That's uh, fucking weird. Yeah. That's like that's subservient bullshit. Like I mean, and yeah, if you're into the whole subdom culture, cool. That's on you. But like, I'm just saying that in terms of an actual relationship, right? Like, there's a give and take. There's a, and to use a word that Andre hates, there's a compromise yeah, in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I know you hate compromise, but ultimately, you got to admit, right? Like, sometimes, sometimes you just got to do. The thing that you don't necessarily really want to do. It's not that you're vehemently opposed to it, but you're just kind of like, "Eh, all right, right. Uh, I'm going to let you buy this thing that's costs a little more than what I was hoping we would spend on it. And like our whole remodel. Um, Right. I went through the same thing. No, I mean, honestly, like there were, there were plenty of things where looking back on it, I'm like, man, we probably could have saved a few thousand dollars if we hadn't bought that. Right. I uh, I was eating dinner the other night and uh, like, I really hate carrots. I don't know what it is about carrots, but I hate carrots. So I've got my vegetables and my, my protein on the other side of the plate. And my wife's like, is the chicken not good? I'm like, no, it's, it's good. She goes, we haven't eaten. I'm like, yeah, I have to eat my vegetables first. Like there's something, especially when there's carrots on the plate, I'm going to eat my vegetables first and then, then eat everything else. Um, life is the same way. You got to eat your vegetables. Like, yeah. I'm 46 years old and I have a problem with carrots. I don't know what carrots have ever done to me, but I don't trust them. There's and- probably some un, you know, processed <laughs> childhood trauma. Uh, no, I mean, it, that's what yeah, every that's, yeah. other therapist in the world would lead you Jesus to believe. Christ, like, yeah. We got to spend the next 63 sessions <laughs> diagnosing what it is that you really don't like about carrots, Andre. And then when we're done, it turns out that it's not really about carrots. It's about your penis. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It always comes back to the penis. Like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. I I don't know, man. That was awkward, but I will say. (laughs) 
I will say that, uh, for example, like some of the common threads I, I've found while watching these uh, these videos, and I also I also want to be honest and say, like, when people say things to me, I, I hate to say, well, I don't agree, but I always ask, where do you hear that from? And I, I will explore, like NPR, right? When people yeah. say, what, where did you hear? Okay, let me explore that, and so I can understand what, the full frame of what you're saying. Um, <laughs> But what? Sorry, uh, I'm having a flashback to the episode when Chris and Matthew were on. <laughs> they were talking about Jordan Peterson. Like, no, that's fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. There was no. Where'd you hear that from? Let me explore that. I was like, you're fucking wrong. Get off my show. Like, <laughs> well, I had listened to Jordan Peterson. At, I know. Uh, yeah, I so, know. I, so I was already pretty versed in the fact that he's a fucking idiot. Um. But I was thinking back because a lot of times they'll say, well, you need to work out more. You need to do that, like work out and be focused on a certain things. Now, anecdotally, I can say that when I got separated and I moved back to Raleigh in my dining room, I had a weight set. I would get, mm -hmm. you know, work out when I woke up, go jog a mile, go to work, work out, and then jog a mile and go to bed and like read my Bible, right? That was my routine. Mentally and emotionally, that helped me to heal. So those that principle helped me. So I don't. So I, I that's where I can say that maybe. And if you're listening and you, and you watch this stuff or you listen to these people, those principles may not be wrong. The right. application in, in all areas may be incorrect and maybe may be misguided. Um, you're going to have bad relationships. That's part of learning how to find the relationship that works for you. Right. It doesn't mean you have like I don't know what I, I know what alpha male means, but I also believe that part of that is confidence, um, and and it doesn't mean that you're you know domineering in every situation. To me, it means that you're confident in what you're trying to accomplish with or without the person. You guys can grow together, and you're 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 confident in your decisions that you're going to make or decide that you're not going to do. So I am an alpha. I like I am not gonna, I am not a follower by nature, but I know how to like um let things roll because they're not important. Uh doesn't make me a follower. So I've had enough of this. This punishment stuff is going to stop. You're not gonna tell me what I'm gonna do and yeah. not do. I am now the alpha. Well. Not how this works. <laughs> I am the teacher. The alpha takes priority over the teacher. The alpha takes priority over everything. Do you well, not know how that the works? The teacher is telling the alpha to sit in the seat right now. And the alpha doesn't have to listen to orders <laughs> from its moment. Well, you don't have to listen, but the consequences that follow are going to still apply to the alpha. <laughs> the alpha doesn't let's see how well that works out for okay? yeah. yeah sorry when you're talking about elephants and stuff that's all i could think about was this yeah every time i kid. watch it i'm like this kid's gonna like you know what's bigger than an alpha a predator right? yeah you can be the alpha uh, name a big dinosaur but a tyrannosaurus rex is gonna you know have that ass if you're not careful yeah. so unless you're a megalodon they feared nothing oh my god Megalodon. He's kidding, right? I'm not familiar with dinosaurs, but... Like... Well, no, the Megalodon was the giant-ass fucking shark. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Massive. Also, the Meg, 
fucking fantastic, awful movie with Jason, <laughs> um, Jason Statham. Yeah. Okay. So that's my point, right? You can and be an Rain alpha. Wilson. You can be an alpha all you want until you meet a predator. Like well, the, yeah, and that fucking Meg, even though he was the alpha, he got his fucking ass blown up. By the predator. Yeah. Humans. <laughs> You're like, whatever. <laughs> what? 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 Andrew Tate, like, uh, <laughs> dude's been in jail since November, finally gets out, right? Yeah. And all that, all that alpha shit didn't like, help him when there was something bigger. There's always something bigger, and you, you got to move better than that. Um, I mean, I, for one, I'm kind of glad he didn't move better than that. Because that guy seems like a total fucking piece of trash. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Uh, I wouldn't get in the ring with him. I'm not even trying to call him out like that. No, that's, uh, I mean, right. That's the, uh, he's still a piece of shit, though. Like, yeah, you're a fucking dill hole. Like, to bring back a common early 2000s. <laughs> dill hole. <laughs> and, and for me, it's like, now I can stand my ground on, on thing. Like, eh, I think he's, like, I, I'm not qualified to get in a ring with dude, but I wouldn't be scared right. of him either. I would definitely say, nah, you're a piece of shit, yo. Like, the shit I mean, you're saying. I know. This I would say it to his face. It's but like the fucking, saying. the female versus male, you know, like UFC fighter stuff. Like, yeah, obviously size and weight are going to matter in a fight. But some guy that has absolutely no idea what he's doing is probably going to get his ass kicked by any girl who's a UFC champion. Like my, my daughter's a two-time national champion in in karate. So yeah, my but, but she would kick most guys' ass off the street that right? are not qualified or bigger, exactly. like, immensely larger than her. Right. She stands a chance, right? Yes. Uh, and I get that. But against another trained karate fighter, right? She's not she's not going to be okay. Just uh, like if it was a woman who was that much bigger and that much stronger, right? Right. It's, it's that's the whole thing that I just that that loses me on this is that it doesn't it's not But why get, why is that a hang up though? Like I I, I don't I, know. I, I don't You saying for me right now? I think in general. I think or like for I, people. I read an article the WAG is uh actually has banned uh transgender women from uh competing in closed uh competition and a closed competition is strictly for women. Uh mm -hmm. men's competitions are always open. The reason why they did it is based on science. By the time like if you hit pu if you've had puberty you cannot compete in a uh, closed competition because okay. of muscle mass, uh, dense muscle mass, muscle density, increased lung capacity. It's mm -hmm. just scientifically unfair, right? right. Uh, that's a better argument. It has nothing to do with like transgender women, right? Like it's just it's not a competition. Basically, it's it's an ass whooping. It's not fair. Um, yeah. And the idea behind that, right, is that at all other levels, beyond just natural development, it's a fair competition, right. right? That's the point. And so if there are things that give you an unfair advantage or just an advantage over your competition that they are not able to achieve for whatever reason, then, yeah, like that's not a fair competition right 
I mean, so once you, and I, and I firmly agree with that. I, I think that the, uh, and that now I don't, I've not experienced this, but like in youth sports, sure. All day. Right. But mm-hmm. whatever. But by once you've hit puberty and you start to like, I didn't stop growing. So I was like 21, 22. Right. Uh, I was probably at my strongest at 25, 26, but I can guarantee this. I could beat a girl in a race. I could beat a girl in arm wrestling. I could beat a girl like in like physical combat if it came down to that. So I don't think it's fair. Right. So, and I'm six one, <laughs> I'm six one. And right now weigh 194 pounds, 193 pounds. I have no right competing with women. Like that's just not fair. I just don't think that's, and I'm not a professional athlete, I'm athletic, but I, I just think that would be a disadvantage to the other, you know, competitors. Um, and I, I think just having a a less like charged conversation and people would move on with it. It's not about, yeah. you know. I, but I just, that's not where we're at, right? Like sure. that's not what anybody wants to do. They don't want to have a less charged, they want to have a more charged conversation about it. They want to get more animated, more upset because what does that ultimately get you? more attention well it's at this rate um and and tying into this i was listening to this book i'm going to read it's about um apparently uh from 25 to like 32 kids are moving back in with their parents because like things have changed right Mm -hmm. um in the last 20 30 actually 20 years because the american dream is dead andre it is i i agree with that um <laughs> or it needs no, to you like... don't. We've talked about it before. <laughs> I think it's it not needs... that it's dead. It's just that it was never that reasonable in the first place for that to be the American dream. For forever and ever and for everybody, right? He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. And then I learned something that you know, if you're not careful about understanding how your environments change, you, you're stuck mm-hmm. in. You, you become part of the problem. You, you become part of the resistance to things actually getting better. I don't. Oh, wait, like the GOP. Sure. Oh, full circle. Don't I, but I don't have a, I don't have a stiffy for them. I, I just think that they're, no, I mean, they're, they're, they've already made their bed, right? Yeah. Like that's, they are a dying breed. Yeah. We got to figure out how we fix shit at the state and local level. First and foremost, it's about getting out and being active and voting right stop voting for these assholes stop not voting and not participating and if you think you've got better ideas go out and run for office but i i think the fact that we're letting our social fabric fall apart and letting the again the extremes right whether extreme feminists or uh extreme like butthurt dudes like continue to be a thing like uh that's a problem Women can't, we can't have two, one to two generations of women hating men. And we can't continue to have one to two generations and possibly three of men thinking all women are shit as well. But do you think we're at that point? Yeah. Where, uh, where the majority of either of those groups, where, where that's the, ma- the majority? I think it's the majority because those are the people that are going to probably procreate. And I think that's a problem. Wait, but how are. How are women that hate men going to procreate? How are men that don't respect women going to procreate? That's so the, the, I'm, I'm talking about the 
I'm talking about generally <laughs> the age, right? So where pe if people are holding off having children, but if they're involuntarily celibate, you're how are they going to procreate? <laughs> okay, so let me take let me backtrack what I'm saying. If we have one to two generations of people that are like getting to or at the age of having families or starting families that yep. fucking hate each other, that's okay. a problem. And forget all the forget all the rhetoric, right? So China okay. is has rolled back their two children maximum right. for a reason. Yeah, and we are they need more workers, or they sure workers or. <laughs> but I I also think you look at the aging population; people die, and yeah, and I mean it's a constant topic here in the United States, right? That we essentially we're not going to have enough people to support the baby boomers as they continue to move into retirement and whatnot, and then that that subsequent generations are going to be even less supported because we've spent all the money on baby boomers, not to mention the rating of social security and Medicare, but that people aren't having enough kids. And so, I mean, that's part of the GOPs, not all of them, but some of the extremists, right. Are like, no, we need, we need our voters to have more kids so that they go out and vote when they get older. And that's why they're against this liberal indoctrination of colleges. God forbid your kids think for themselves and come up with their own ideas and happen to agree with shit that isn't what you want them to believe and then end up voting for people that you don't want them to vote for. That's not allowed. Keep them at home. Make sure they vote for the people you want. And that's how we save this country, America. But, but stay on course, though, right? Like if that's the Sure, that may be the dialogue, but I, I don't think that's the problem. The problem is it's that not. the the problem is that we and, and I do blame social media to an extent. Um, it's just getting out of control. You, we're literally about to have two generations or two groups. I hate the word generations. Two groups of kids that either don't trust each other or hate each other. They're not going to like, and I'm, I'm not saying everybody has to get married, but I'm pretty sure a vast majority of both of those groups women and men would want to get married but we as a society have kind of lit the fuse and we're blowing air on it to make them think or make them believe that that's not okay i hear what you're saying i think my view of it is that there are probably just as many men that don't buy into this alpha bullshit and look down on it and are willing to be you know partners with women who feel the same way as there are women who want a man that is an alpha and view that as some sort of, you know, like desirable, you know, dominant mating I, characteristic. Let's, and let's, end take, up let's take that out of the equation, right? Let's just okay. say there are good people. There are good men. There are good women. Right. But I think everybody we talk about it all the time, right? There are more independents in this country than there are Democrats or Republicans. Right. So, right. And I would imagine that the same is true for this alpha whatever, you know, hating men, hating women, who deserves to be on top bullshit. That there's more who sit there and say I don't think so. Honestly, the you best know, you know why I don't think so? Okay. No, I don't. Why? Because of the women's march. I keep having this fucking stupid women's march. And I, I, that is a, you don't think women should be allowed to March. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> should they be allowed to April though? <laughs> I'm saying that we're missing the, we're, we're not upset about the right things is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. 
And I, and I think there's more people probably across the spectrum. Case in point, when you try to ban abortion in Kansas, mm-hmm. like people across the aisles decided that we're going to vote against that. These same people would probably, and I'm, I'm willing to bet good money, 25 cents, that there are people that are probably never going to get married. They, they don't care about that because they, they just don't trust the opposite. But is abortion about getting married? I'm saying you can take on one issue where people are across the aisle or across political views are like, yeah, okay, we agree on this. But the the view that the the thing that they're probably that's most immediate to them, they don't agree on that is what I'm saying. And I I don't. But I don't think those people were ever going to be a good match in the first place. Like, that's what I'm saying is I think that they're because they're right. There are women who are anti-abortion, right? I'm talking, forget, I know this is, this is going to sound weird. Forget the actual, forget the, the hot button topic. Right. But what I'm saying is that there are men and women on both sides of all issues. So maybe I should, I I mess up my example, but I could use that. There, there are things we can agree on, but the things that are immediate, we don't agree on. Right. So we can like fucking getting married or why do why do men hate women and why do women hate men like that so i'm saying like that's just it is that i don't think that there are that many people out there who think that all women hate men or that all men hate women like i think there are way more reasonable people out there who understand that relationships are a lot of work and they're learning right like yeah it's it's all over social media it's all over the news it's all anybody wants to talk about is this massive divide but the truth is is that there are more people who are somewhere in the middle on all of this i hear you and who are going to find a relationship eventually i hear you but i'm skeptical because like i'm skeptical because my it's affecting my kids right and i understand that i mean like i i i do i and that's something that like my kids aren't at that age, right, where mm-hmm. they're having relationships yet. But I'm certainly like it's starting to creep into my head is like, what is that whole experience going to be like as a parent watching my children go through the same steps and trips and, you know, all of these experiences that I went through as a kid. Right. And like I've learned and I think as you have kind of taught me or helped me to understand over the years, like there's only so much that you can do to teach your children, right? Fair. They still have to go through that stuff on their own and figure this stuff out because you can't prevent them from experiencing loss or love or fear. These things that can be bad, right? Or can end badly sometimes. And that's all you can do is be there to support them and and to let them know. In my head, I understand that, but I'm saying what what I'm saying is that I don't think there's enough people, and this is not to pat myself in the back. I don't think there's enough people like me that can actually that are really trying to coach their kids through this. If I'm being honest, I think that we're most most parents are going to shy away from these conversations. Um, I saw this one interview. I don't remember where it was. But there's a girl who uh, she's on OnlyFans and her parents like take her bikini photos. I'm like, fuck out of here with that bullshit. That's not yeah, that's f- weird. That's right? fucking like, like but not just that's one anecdotal example. 
two yeah 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 and yeah there are more than that there's more than that but it's not the majority of girls out there uh, i'm just uh, yeah there are women whose husbands take their only fans bikini photos right and, and that's that's the bait and switch and i get that but my my point being is like how we get and women uh, whose wives take their (laughs) my my question is have we gotten to or maybe i'm asking the question have we gotten to a point where we're at the edge and there's nobody to to talk us down would be my question i don't think so all right i mean and again i hear i hear exactly what you're saying and i'm not saying that your fear is completely unfounded but and don't take offense to this i think you're kind of falling for the trap oh that that this is that OnlyFans is the beginning of the end, right? That 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 all of this is a sign that this is humanity's downfall. When really, this is just another step in. I mean, we talk about experience, right? That as individuals, the more experience that we have, the more we learn, the the better off we are in dealing with that next experience, right? The better. We the more we understand, the more information we have to rely on. I was literally just having this conversation with my kid the other day, because I was like, "Look, I get so it. So like, you're, you're talking to me old. like a nine year old? No, 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 I no, 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 God, no, no. I'm not. No. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that humanity is in that same position, right? Overall, we are dealing with stuff in terms of internet and technology and social media that we never dealt with before. Right. Not on this level, not on this order, not to this magnitude, but the more information we have, I think there are is a growing number of people that are like you and me who see social media and are like, I don't think that that's where I need to get my validation from. Right. I think, yeah, OnlyFans blew up in large part because people had no other way to make money or didn't see another way to make money. Other than getting on a, an online site, right? Like, that's not going to continue to be a thing. Even OnlyFans at this point, I mean, it's like so many things. It's like YouTube, right? If you're trying to start a YouTube channel now, it's 15 million times harder to become a Mr. Beast than it was for him when he started 15 years ago. Because the competition is so much greater. OnlyFans is the same thing, right? Like you've got so much more competition there that the number of people who are trying to get into that and make a, a million or billion dollar, whatever it is off of it, the chances of that actually happening are slim to none. I understand. I, I understand that. I think that uh, what makes me, um, what makes me cautious or, or more skeptical is that, it it seems like as a society we're getting more gullible, right? How does a Jordan Peterson amass the audience that he did so quickly? Because he speaks to a specific issue, right? Sure. He speaks and to a specific audience Joe and Rogan, is appealing. Tate, yep. Like all these, you know. So my and I guess, Joe Rogan. Uh, my issue with Joe Rogan is that. Joe Rogan doesn't want to really ask questions. And Joe Rogan actually, will have anybody I, on and let them kind of, and he'll, but it's all kind of, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's, he doesn't really challenge. That's where I see a John Stewart. And I'm like, yeah, he's got his own bias, right? He's got his own opinion. He has an agenda when he walks into a meeting or an interview, 
But at the end of the day, his agenda is that he wants the truth. He wants some level of admission as to what is really going on, or at least to get the person to look like they're doing their damnedest to hide it. And, and that's fair. And I, I don't... Um, and I don't think you get that from a Joe Rogan. I, I, I watched a couple Joe Rogan episodes, and I think that you know maybe I've been slightly unfair to him. Um, slightly, not a lot, but enough to where I'm like, okay, I, maybe I need to reel that part of Part of what I think... Okay, with Joe Rogan, there are things that that dude is an expert on, right? And there's a lot of things that he's not an expert on. And I personally don't think that Joe Rogan goes out of his way to try and educate himself prior to having guests on. I think he uses his guests coming on as a way to educate himself, which is fine if you present it that way. But in so many cases, people look at Joe Rogan as some sort of expert. And then That's they fair. take the people who come on his show at face value when he's not questioning the things that, that he should be questioning. That's fair. And so maybe I'll just – I won't give him that much leeway then. Uh, I don't want to be like Don Lemon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not Don Lemon. So, But I, I do uh, – I am kind of um, – it's a question, right? It's a it's yeah. a it's a looming question. It's it's and it's it's, it's a fair question to ask. I I don't I don't want to sit here and feel like I'm invalidating you asking the no, question. No, yeah, I don't feel that way because I'm going to still be like, nah, I still have to. I mean, the question for me is yeah. like, are we are we nimble enough to uh, to recognize the distractions, right? And I mean, we voted, and I say we. I mean, we as a country. More of us voted for Donald Trump than we did the other candidate. Right. Right. Despite all of his glaring flaws, despite all of the lies, despite all of the evidence that for any other candidate in any other election would have cost them a thousand times over. And that motherfucker lost the next election, lost both of the midterms surrounding that election, and is still the favored candidate for the Republican presidential nominee in 2024 and he's the only president to ever be indicted on criminal charges whether or not you think those criminal charges are legit or flimsy or that they've got a good case the fact is somebody sat there and said this motherfucker's committed enough crimes we got to get him for something let's see if we can get him for this so it it begs to 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 ask are we are we nimble enough and i i don't and i'm starting to lose a little bit of confidence there not hope, but uh, a little bit of confidence that, like our kids won't. We talk about saving our kids, and as I hell, as I said before, it's going to happen again. We we still let people get shot in places, yep. so I'm not surprised by that. Um, I'm questioning our our commitment to make things better. That's what I'm questioning. Sure, and that's and that's fair. I think you're absolutely right as a whole. Are we willing to do the things that we need to do to make things better? And right. I don't I don't know. I don't know that that we really are, right? And that that we are able to recognize and identify the people to put in place to do those things for right. us because it's not something that we can necessarily do on an individual basis every single day. I mean, that's part of it. But at the end of the day, we also need some help from the people that we elect to represent us. And I don't think that we're getting that right across the board. There are some people 
who are absolutely doing their damnedest to try and do this. And I don't, right? I don't see the, the, the commitment and we wonder why, why are we having these conversations about like, why am I thinking about men hating women and women hating men? It's not new, but it sure as hell is amplified. Yeah. You know, you've got a lot of, a lot of stats say that this doesn't turn out well, if this is the path we continue. And, you know, if we continue this way, we're going to, ultimately end up in a situation that China is. We're going to ultimately, we're going to end up in a situation that France is where people are not, forget the, the riots, but where our seniors aren't being taken care of with the social nets that we committed to at some point in history, whether they're right, wrong, and different, don't really care. But as we start to erode some things, there are consequences and yeah. we are, we are being, we're, we're bystanders. I'll, I'll end it with this. Uh, there's a clip, and maybe we can find it. I don't know if we can or not. But there's uh, the lady that happened to be in, in Nashville uh, that took over, like, the interview. <laughs> the Fox, yeah. Yeah. The press conference. Yeah. That yeah. blew my mind. And she asked a very good question. Aren't we tired of this yet? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation? I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. Uh, the answer is no. Uh, and then you get the, 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 the congressman from Tennessee that says, you know, we should make our schools safe, blah, blah, blah. And they ask about his daughter. She's homeschooled. What should be done to protect people like your little girl from being safe at school? Well, we homeschool her, but, you know, that's our decision. Some people don't have that option, and frankly, some people don't need to do it. I mean, they don't have to. Um, it just suited our needs much better. So I personally believe that some things won't change. Like, a lot of things won't change until they affect your house. And But you look at what happened in Louisville, Right. Right. And Governor Bashir is like, he killed one of my best friends. Nothing's going to change. Now, the question is, is he going to do anything about it? It is a Republican-controlled house in that state. Nothing's going to change. But he's a Republican governor, right? He's, uh, I think he's a Democrat. I'm, I'm pretty oh. confident he's a Democrat. He's, one of the, he's in one of those states that make me go, how did that happen? Oh, gerrymandering. Uh oh. Oh, you are right. Well, never mind. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, shit. It was the guy, uh, uh, Washington representative that got shot at the baseball game. Yeah. Right. Nothing. Nothing. That dude was a GOP member. That did absolutely nothing. Nothing right? changes. You got, you know, people in conservatives, extremists that are like freaking out because trans people are arming themselves. Right? Why shouldn't they're they? still not going to do anything about it? Right? Why shouldn't they? You, you, we're we're threatening to what, they, what they'll do is they'll make it illegal for trans people to own guns. Oh God! Mark my words. I don't. It's coming. I don't have a. I don't have beef beef with the uh, trans community, but I I do think that. Um. I don't agree with things they're saying. Like, I don't think that you should invalidate uh, women at the same time. 
I've seen a couple like uh, protests, and I think the protests in in and of themselves are 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 good. But to say that, like, I don't have a problem with a trans woman. Like, that's fine, whatever. But you got to stop <laughs> saying that. Like, I gosh, I need to find causing like causing strife just to cause strife is not a good way to get your point across. Like, it's just not that it's, I agree. It's not the hill I'm willing to die on. Like there's this one protest where like these trans women were like arguing. Now, granted it was at a pro-life thing, which didn't make any sense. I'm not sure what their, what the angle was. And I'm being honest there. I didn't understand why that would be an argument, Mm -hmm. but to, why can't you just be a transgendered woman or a transgender man? Like, I, I don't, I, I do kind of have a, a problem with the validation of, of, of the, the trans community. I, I, like, I don't have an issue with it. Don't, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't accept a trans person. I just feel like you have the, to also, the need to be identified as the other gender right as the gender that they have transitioned to yeah i, I just and, think, and by having everybody essentially accept that i think that's asking like too much at some level <laughs> just for some reason it's just like you, you can't like you literally can't like have a baby so there's some there are some things that uh sure but there i mean and the argument becomes and god this it's a whole fucking episode um, that there are some women who can't have children for whatever reason, right? They're infertile. And so does that therefore make them less of a woman than a transgendered woman? But why is that? The, why is that like, but, but I don't know. I mean, becomes, you're the one that brought that up. I, I just, I just like maybe, qualification. If you're the trans community, seriously, this is like me asking, cause I, I really want to know. And it's not about being an ally. I want to understand uh, like, what is, What's that part of the argument, right? I, I just don't, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it because slightly I'm, I'm slightly offended by it because like, I don't like, I, I love you as a person. I get it. And I want to support you. But I, I think that, don't you think that's a little bit like of an overreach? And I know maybe overreach is the right word. I just think it's kind of, I don't understand that. Like, I, and I think that's what I feel. It's like, I don't, I don't get that part. Um, yeah, and as not a member of the trans community, it's, I'm sure, uh, difficult, right? Um, just like the time that I slipped up and I said, I understand, Yeah, right? When you were talking about struggles of being a not-white person, being a black person. I don't know why I have to say yeah, that. Yeah, like that was weird. Like, <laughs> um, the guy said, I was, you don't understand being black. <laughs> And I think that there's, I mean, there's some validity to that or some argument to that as well, that not being trans, you don't, it's hard to, or impossible to really understand the difficulty of being a trans person and that, that there is a level of acceptance that they are seeking within society. And I, I hear what you're saying. I don't, I don't feel like the goal of trans women is to invalidate non like non-trans women right 
I think it's wanting to be accepted as who they identify as. And, and I think that's, I think the message that's a large discussion. And I think the it's message a, a, is getting lost in the rhetoric. And yeah, it's like, well, it's, it's, it, I mean, fuck, we sat here and talked about this earlier, right? Where it's like, when you boil stuff down to a slogan, a marketing campaign is really easy to lose sight of what the actual goal is, right? right? Black lives matter. Wasn't about saying that only black lives matter or that black lives matter more, but that, Hey, fuck, we're people too, right? Right. Like we should matter just as much as anybody else, regardless of whether or not we're black or white. And I think for a lot of members of the trans community, and this is just my guess, is that that is a similar thing there where it's like, we just want to be accepted for who we are. And and, and I, I'll, we have, I'll say as a, yeah. a black man in America and like, and I, I say it's, I get a lot of that, but I, I think I still take offense to the LGBTQIA community's struggles the same as the civil rights community is, I think that's, I definitely believe that's an overreach. I think that we can definitely, I think any marginalized community can partner. Our struggles are different because they're, we we're going yes. through different things. I think we need to be very careful with that. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. You know that that it's not the same, right? The struggles are unique, yeah. but they're all struggling. And I, I think and is, I is is the underlying message that is being lost in a lot of the rhetoric and things like, oh, this is the modern day civil rights movement. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I think that is that is a a step to try and bring a sense equate. of urgency. Which, yeah, and to equate a, a struggle with one that has already existed, right? To equate a level of importance to the trans community's struggle right now and the fight that they're going through with that which was fought for black people. Right. And it's unnecessary, I think, in a lot of cases. Not to say that you don't need to bring – God, this is such a fucking landmine of a conversation. Yeah. Um, it's the Chris and Andre show. Know, I, yeah, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm literally saying, hey, if you're out there and you want to talk about it, we can def we definitely would love to have somebody like yeah. share your perspective, and not that you represent your entire community, but I don't know, but I'm just telling you, like as a person that honestly and genuinely wants to remove barriers for people in general, like some things they don't hit right. <laughs> it's like I don't know if that's yeah. what you is that what you mean to say or. Good. Sure. Um, so, so I'm just going to edit out the last like ten minutes yeah, of this lamp, episode. I know that land. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I, that's like the one where where you decided to go off about the age gap between people who should be married and. Oh yeah, that we'll, we'll never talk about that, that one again. Um, but I, I do welcome the kind. You got your wife on here, and she's like, uh, I don't know. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, but those are, I mean, it, I think, but I, seriously, if you're out there and you want to talk about it, uh, we're not like a big platform, but these are things that if you're trying to, uh, like have the conversation, I mean, we want to talk about it because we don't understand if you have two more people that can probably articulate what you're saying. Yeah. Hit us up. Um, yeah. 
And by the way, we may not be a big platform, but we reach banks like BMO Harris, bitch. I know, right? (laughs) 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 By the way, my van hasn't been repossessed in the last month. I'm so proud of you. What? What? (laughs) It's the little things. It's, It's the little things. Hey guys, thanks for watching this episode. In case you ignored my previous instructions, make sure to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Oh, and don't forget to tickle that little like button. And if you have something to say, you can drop it in the comment down below. We'll see you on the next one.